Hello, everyone, and welcome to the WW3 podcast. My name is Will, and for this podcast, a new episode will come out every weekend, and I'll have a different subject. Those subjects will consist of my personal life, sports, college, and other topics that y'all, the audience, may enjoy. So, for today's episode, I'm going back into a realm that I really like doing, a subject that I liked in the mock FBS realignment, uh, college football realignment, and we're, I'm going to put that into the NFL. So this is what I think the NFL should look like if you're going strictly kind of location-based. And one thing I want to note, there's one team in particular, that I had a tough time with on this, um, and it only fit in that ru- it only fit in that spot. Some people may not agree, but it was the only team that I think really could have worked in in that scenario. But so we're going to split this up into uh, a couple different sections. First, the first section that we'll have is me discussing the process of doing this, and then we're going to uh, the next section will be breaking down the NFC, and then the next. Uh, section will break down the AFC, and then after that, um, we'll have one big section where I'll just talk about how I, who I think would win that division based off of this year so far, and then this kind of end it right there. But yeah, so let's get right on into the process that I had to go through. Okay, so the process was fairly simple to the mock FBS college football realignment, and I broke each team down into different sections, the east, the west, and the central, eastern states, western states, and central states, and then within that, I broke them down into more subsections, northeast, central east, southeast, north central, central central, uh, south Central and then Northwest, North Central and Southwest, and then I kind of then I did the then I went in and saw which teams would make sense in a division together, and so that was uh, that was pretty much most of the process. But there was a lot of trial and error to this, moving teams around to where they made sense, and realizing some were outliers, like I had an issue with the Tennessee Titans at one point where they were in a a division that they shouldn't have been, so I had to move them. And I alluded to this, there's another team that necessarily is in a division that some people might not agree with, but in my mind is the only team that can work there as everything else works uh, pretty close together. But besides that, the process was kind of plain and simple. Like I said earlier, you know, this, this one's a little bit easier because this is only 32 teams as compared to the mock college football realignment where I had 100-some teams, and it took a while. This did not take that long be, due to the limit um, of teams here. But that is the process, so if you want to do it yourself, go ahead and show me what you came up with. But besides that, now let's get down to what the divisions would be in the NFC. So let's go ahead and start with the NFC North. And this is the Buffalo Bills, the New York Giants, the New York Jets, and the New England Patriots. And that obviously consisting of four teams from the Northeast, and that's where that one comes from. The NFC East. 
consists of the Baltimore Ravens, the Carolina Panthers, the Tennessee Titans, and the Washington football team. And I snipe those from the Central East, which you can kind of guess where those kind of come from. And then for the NFC South, we have the Atlanta Falcons, Jacksonville Jaguars, Miami Dolphins, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And obviously there you have three Florida teams, makes the most sense there. And then the NFC West, Arizona Cardinals, Denver Broncos, Los Angeles Chargers, Los Angeles Rams. And a lot of these are location-based, but obviously with the West, you got to have West teams. And, you know, within the NFC, this was kind of, this was the easiest one for sure because you could fit these teams in there. And the teams that within, that would have been within the East category, you know, the Eastern states, Pennsylvania being one of them, notice that the Eagles and the Steelers aren't there. So we'll be seeing them in the AFC. Um, But one thing that I want to note about the NFC here, you know, when going through this process was, you know, having three teams from Florida was kind of important because it, it would make the most sense if you had an outlier in Jacksonville being with like the Bears, obviously it wouldn't make any sense. But this is this is the best that I did with the NFC. And so now we gotta take a look at its counterpart. Alright, let's roll right on into the AFC. So with the AFC North it's going to sound very familiar. The Chicago Bears, the Green Bay Packers, the Detroit Lions, and the Minnesota Vikings. In the AFC East, you have the Philadelphia Eagles, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Cleveland Browns, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. The AFC South, we have the Houston Texans, the New Orleans Saints, the Indianapolis Colts, and the Kansas City Chiefs. In the West, we have... The Dallas Cowboys, the Las Vegas Raiders, the San Francisco 49ers, and the Seattle Seahawks. So, talking the AFC here really quick in this process, before we get to the obvious outlier in the Cowboys, the North has made sense because those are the northernmost teams. Uh, Chicago, Green, uh, Wisconsin, if you're looking at the states, Chicago, Wisconsin, Michigan, and Minnesota farther north than uh, Pennsylvania and any any other uh, teams here. I mean, Indianapolis would make sense to maybe go here. But, though, I th- you know, especially with Illinois, because they're right next to each other. But it made sense to kind of – this makes sense because it is one of the mo- – it's one of the only divisions that makes the most sense um, in terms of location. And you look at the AFC East, it was pretty simple knowing that we still had two Pennsylvania teams to kind of roll with those two in the East. And then to say, where who else can we put here? Obviously, Ohio is on closer to East than Indianapolis was. So Cincinnati and Cleveland make, made sense. And you have three out of the four teams coming from the AFC North. But now that they're East, it's, it's just a little bit different. You throw Philadelphia in there. With the South, it was just about the. Uh, it, it was interesting enough to see, especially with what who we had left, you know. So, Houston, I definitely wanted to put in there. I definitely could have put Dallas, but then I would have had the choice from New Orleans, Indy, or Kansas City to put in, 
you know, in the West. And Dallas is more West is, than any of those other teams. So I, I was like, that's where the outlier was. And the issue with this, too, and I, I'm going to go ahead and talk about this, is there are not a lot of teams out on the West Coast. So when when realigning it made it difficult, the only teams out on the West Coast are Seattle, San Francisco, the Raiders, the Arizona Cardinals, the Denver Broncos, the Los Angeles Chargers, and the Rams. That's seven teams. Keep in mind, there are 32 teams, and obviously 32 doesn't, Divide evenly into three. So that that's a little rough. But part of it as well becomes it, it, it just it makes it so much more difficult to determine who that last person was who that last team was. So I, I toyed with moving the Cardinals over and then having Dallas in the you know moving Dallas maybe to the AFC South and Houston, keeping Houston there and then moving one of the, maybe a team from the, that West, from the NFC West down. And it just wasn't going to work. And there was going to be a whole lot of moving parts. But out of these, out of those remaining teams, Dallas was the westernmost team that I had to deal with. So that's why it's the outlier there. But, you know, also, also talking about the South here that I thought was very interesting was the – Indianapolis, you looked at those teams as well. Indianapolis doesn't make the most sense, but because it, it's on the same level as Illinois, so about on the same level as Ohio. So it, it was a tough call there for sure. So we easily, we could have changed these around, maybe changed names to Central or something, maybe would have made this a little bit easier. But that's, that's what we got in terms of divisions. And how teams line up. So let's go ahead. And I want to talk about how these divisions would line up in regards to current play. All right. So let's start with the NFC North. Uh, you know, we talk. We could talk about uh, the standings and where they are. But I want to kind of talk about where... Just how I feel like this division would go down. So, this one obviously is the Bills, the Giants, the Jets, and the Patriots. You look at these teams and how they've been playing. Obviously, Bills has been playing very well. New England, you know, ever since signing Cam Newton has done better than I would have thought of. But then you have the two Jet, the two teams of the Jets and the Giants. This division by itself is not the strongest, and I don't think it's the worst. There is one division I'm looking at that I believe would be the worst division in this newly aligned NFL, if this were to be the case, let alone. And in my, in, in my mind, in this division, I think the Buffalo Bills would run away with it because they've been the team that's been playing so freaking well. You look at the Patriots, I don't think they'd be t- they, they would be a couple games behind have struggled a little bit. Yes, the last two games they've lost because of Cam Newton, you know, being being out with COVID. And it yes, it sucks. But even with Cam in, you know, they're a good team. But I still think they have a lot of stuff to work out and keep up with a team like the Buffalo Bills. So, but the Giants and the Jets, this would be one of those two teams that not only are vying for 
third place, f- fighting for third and last place, but are also fighting for the first pick. Very well, if this were to be a newly aligned division going into this year, you could have the 2021 NFL Draft having these two teams in the first two picks of the Giants and the Jets very easily. Right now, that's, it could very well be that way. But the way I see this division going easily, I think the Bills would kind of run away with it maybe three, four games, uh, four or five games ahead of New England, I think. New England's a good team, don't get me wrong, but I still think there's some stuff that they need to work on a little bit. But Giants and the Jets, nowhere near. Um, it would be rough for those two teams in this division. Moving on to the NFC East, where we have the Baltimore Ravens, Carolina Panthers, Tennessee Titans, and the Washington football team. Let's get real. Probably one of the better divisions that we're going to have throughout this realignment. Washington football team just take them out of the conversation for this division because they have not played well, and it's going to be tough for them to not only play against these teams, uh, and not let alone, I, I think, score on these teams. The Titans, the Panthers, Ravens have some pretty... I think they could maybe score against the Panthers, but the Titans and the Ravens, they do have some pretty tough defenses um, to play against. And you look at this division, too, and the quarterbacks, uh, with those other three quarterbacks, because Washington, we don't... I mean, yes, they have Kyle Allen, but let's say this is before that, Maybe Dwayne Haskins, you know, does Alex Smith, who knows. Um, but you look at the other three quarterbacks. Lamar, Lamar Jackson for Baltimore is just one of the better quarterbacks uh, within the game right now and somebody that all teams would want to build off of um, pretty easily. Carolina with Teddy Bridgewater, they've proved me wrong this year. They played really well. Um, and then Tennessee with Ryan Taney, who has also been playing pretty, pretty damn well. This is a tough division to call because I think Baltimore, great team. But we've seen we, last year we saw Tennessee beat them in the playoffs. It, could, that be, could that be the case? Is Tennessee better than them? I mean, obviously Tennessee has been out of game because of their whole COVID situation, but are they still as talented as they were last year? I think they're, they, they might be. They might be a little bit better. Who knows? But um, Tennessee definitely up there, I think, Baltimore's definitely up there. I think Carolina easily would be in a, a in a spot for maybe second place. I think it because those other two teams are very good. I don't think Carolina's on those on their level quite yet. It'd be very tough for them to win this division. But I think Carolina could maybe vouch for second place if one of those teams happens to slip up. Now, uh, now this is I'm going. Now we're going to what I think is probably the worst division throughout all of these is the NFC South, which would be the Atlanta Falcons, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Miami Dolphins, and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Obviously, Tampa Bay playing very well with Tom Brady and what they have there, but the other three teams are really not that great. Miami's won two. Yes, they've won two games. In their last game, they won. They blew out the San Francisco 49ers. Let alone, this is a 49ers team that got some injuries, uh, injury, injured guys back, but this was an injury-riddled defensive team. Nick Bosa is not there. He's out for the year. They've got other guys out for the year over there. And they're down to like their third, maybe fourth string defensive end because uh, Ziggy Ansah got hurt. He's out for the year. So... Um, 
Yeah, I would take those two wins with Miami very lightly. I mean, they yes, they did win one against, I believe, Jacksonville. Now, uh, San Francisco, if they can keep it going, then yeah, sure. I, I'll, I might be able to believe in them, but right now, there's no way. This is, this is the only team that I think could maybe vouch for second. Jacksonville and Atlanta have not proved, or just not there. Atlanta, I think, is... <laughs> Atlanta is very tough because they've had leads and they've blown it. It seems like their defense is not as strong as years past, you know, and it, and it's very tough for a team that's on five to say that they can vouch. They're talented, but they, I don't think they could play at a high level. They're probably third or fourth at best. Jacksonville's very, in a very tough situation as well because they have Gardner Minshew, but he played well that first game, and I, I still think he has been playing well, but he just hasn't had the help from the defense, which I think has taken one of the biggest hits, and probably also his support staff of losing guys like Leonard Fournette. Um, so I think those three teams would struggle a whole lot, and Tampa just runs away with this division pretty pretty easily because of how they, they've been playing. Yes, they've had a couple losses, you know, and we can make jokes about Tom Brady with the last game, but, I mean, I just think they run away. Then you look at the West, the NFC West, and I think this would be a really fun division because you have the Rams, the Chargers, the Broncos, and the Cardinals. Kyler Murray, Drew Locke, Justin Herbert, and Jared Goff, four quarter, four young quarterbacks that I think would be that show how that that can show themselves within this division. And not only that, but think of it this way, right? Chandler Jones on the on the Cardinals side of things, Bradley Chubb and Von Miller on the on, on the Broncos, Joey Bosa, yeah, Joey Bosa and Melvin Ingram on the. Chargers side of things. Then you got the Rams with Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald and Michael Brockers. I mean, these d- defenses and offenses would be very, very good matchups in my mind. So this would be a fun division, and I think this would right now the way that the Rams are playing, they could very well win this division. Arizona being not too far behind them. Denver once they get Drew Lock back, I think they can they can roll pretty quickly, especially with guys like. Noah Fant there, and having their other weapons, Jer- uh, Jerry Judy. So I think Denver can, can once Drew Lock comes back, they can take a deep breath. And there's Justin Herbert has shown a lot of flashes to play very very well. I, and it's just kind of come down to, you know, some some every now and then some mistakes, but he's played very well in those moments. So I think this would be a fun division to watch and. P- Eventually, could become if this had if this stayed, probably one of the better divisions in football. Now let's hop over to AFC and AFC North. This one we don't need to talk about that much because it's the exact same division, pretty much how I think it would be go how it would go minus the Bears, the Packers, the Lions, the Vikings, and the Bears. Oh my! Um, but th- I mean, there's really not much to talk about Packers. Pretty good, running away with it. I don't think Chicago is going to keep up what they have, you know, with uh, Nick Foles. Nick Foles, let alone very good uh, quarterback. You know, we saw what he, you know, we saw what he could do in Philadelphia. He won them a Super Bowl. 
all that. He didn't, you know, Jacksonville had to dump his contract because, you know, they wanted to make some signings and they needed to get, you know, back to the salary cap. But again, pretty much same old, same old for all you NFC, in reality, NFC North fans just becoming AFC North. So that's really it, nothing else. Um, you, you talked about the other division in the AFC East. This would be a very it's not the best. Let's put it this way. I think it's to, it's definitely to the NFC, the new, the, the NFC North that I have, uh, where you have the Steelers, the Browns, the Bengals, and the Eagles. And obviously, Steelers still undefeated. Browns have one loss, but playing very well. Bengals and Eagles both tied each other, both won three and one. So you have two teams playing very well, two teams struggling, and that that's just bound to be the case. But I think here. The Browns and the Steelers really vie for one and two. Could I think one of them easily gets you get a division winner and you get a wild card pretty easily from this division. You know, coming from both uh, both of those two teams and just the other two struggling so much that you can't say they're going to finish second. This is These are going to be two of those teams that fight for maybe a top five, top ten pick um, in what would be the draft because of where they are currently. So, then you look to this, that south, uh, the AFC South, the Texans, the Saints, the Colts, and the Chiefs. I think right now this really would be probably one of the, uh, I would say close to the NFC East, but maybe just a tad, maybe a tad bit better, maybe a tad bit worse. Um, Saints, very good. Drew Brees, they've been struggling a little bit without Michael Thomas. Colts have been playing pretty well, and, you know, you got. Pat Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes, and the um, and the Chiefs. So, I think this would be a team. This would be the Kansas City Chiefs division to lose. I think they very easily run away with it. The Colts and the Saints, I think, are not to their extent. Even with Michael Thomas, I don't think the Saints are quite there because I think there's still some stuff for them to work out. Uh, so, and, and a lot of it. I feel is defensively so, but Texans nowhere in the battle for this. It would be pretty fun though to see them in this within this division. Uh, Deshaun Watson running away from guys like you know Frank Clark and Chris Jones, and on the court side Darius Leonard, and on the Saints side on the Saints side Cameron Cameron Jordan. Uh, so, but it it would be a Pretty fun to see him in there, and it, this would be a division of th- th- four good quarterbacks: Deshaun Watson, Drew Brees, Phil Rivers, and uh, Patrick Mahomes. But fairly easy, I think the Chiefs win this. It would be tough for the Colts and the Saints to kind of keep up with them anyway. Then you look, you look into the West, and this one's tough. Actually, this one's pretty easy. I think Seattle is easily the best team throughout all this, uh, throughout this division. Obviously, they're currently in real life undefeated, but they're one of the better built football teams in the NFL. And then you look at 
the Raiders, who have been playing very well, but I just don't think are to the Seahawks' extent right now. Then you got the struggling Cowboys and the struggling 49ers. You know, obviously the Cowboys, I think you'd have to count Dak in. You know, I would say this would be pre-Dak injury, which was hard to watch. You know, I hope he recovers uh, quickly and has a good recovery, but you know that that would be tough for them to stay within divi- in this division e- even when they're healthy. You know, obviously they were struggling even with Dak at quarterback, um, and again that comes from a lot of injuries, and a lot of teams are doing that. They are in that exact same situation, you know, like the San Francisco 49ers. Um, so it, it's going to be tough for the uh, for the Cowboys and 49ers to compete in this division, in my mind, especially if you're looking at it from a real-life perspective and where these teams are currently. So, yeah, I mean, with that being said, uh, a lot of these divisions are, some are iffy, some are great, but that's all we have for this realignment. But, so with that... uh, with that being done, let's talk about what's coming up in the future. We've got next week's episode planned with another conspiracy theory side series. We're, we'll be talking aliens, and there will be a little bit of Area 51 in there, and we'll get to working on that here very soon. And then the week after that, we're going to be doing an interactive episode with the audience, so be on the lookout for a Google form for y'all to fill out. It's going to be very interesting. It's gonna um, there's gonna be a hypothetical coming from me, and then y'all will have to be uh, y'all will have to be uh, uh, sending stuff to me about this hypothetical to kind of help build what we want, and um, it's gonna be involving a uh, a college. So we'll have some fun with that. But with that being said, I hope y'all have a great weekend.